0: is with red and bobby welcome to the year is podcast the podcast where every episode we travel back to a year in history and we talk about the weirdest the most interesting the strangest the fucked up things from that year and this episode we have a guest co-host you might know her from her many television appearances um from being fired from Debenhams when she was 16, <laughs> from being my current wife, Harriet Kemsley. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Wow, it's crazy. We haven't seen each other in so long. I, know, just,
1: <laughs> I think this is the first this will be the longest conversation we've had since our baby was born. <laughs> I think this is the most one-on-one time I think we will have spent.
0: Well, we 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 have spent blocks of time alone, but I would say a lot of that just leads to us both being on our phones trying to catch up with our lives. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this feels intense. I haven't looked in your eyes this long for this. I a think while. this
0: this really could determine whether or not we stay married, because like, if at the end of this, we're like, you know, we that felt like a date, and I don't know if I want to do it again.
1: Yeah, we'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I feel so happy that you are guest hosting this podcast because I was often guest on your podcast. Why is Harriet crying? Well, it took a while. Yeah, it did. You did. You it. You didn't have me on for maybe fifty episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'd always sit on the other side of the door just literally sad
0: yeah and you had many comedians who i was more successful than and funnier than in that room and i'd listen to them wow. be less funny than i could be well thinking someday maybe i'll get to be on the podcast
1: well why do you think we didn't invite you on for that long
0: because i wanted it too bad <laughs>
1: that's it yeah you gotta want it less Okay. You've got to be cooler, you know. You weren't call cool for the podcast. Well, you
0: showed no interest in being <laughs> on this podcast. Never even asked, when can I be on?
1: Haven't listened to it. I have
0: no <laughs> yeah. idea what happens.
1: I have enough you in red time. I do not need to listen in my free time. To more of you and Red talking, there is nothing worse I
0: can (laughs) think (laughs) of. That's so awful. No, this is an entertainment show. This is a this is a this is our best that we have to offer. No,
1: I know someone must like it, and it's good (laughs) you're doing it for them.
0: Now, if if the people are wondering, Red has made it to Thailand and has not been imprisoned in a hospital. I'm so
1: relieved. I was convinced. I was absolutely. It was like the most Red thing that would happen would be that. Red was just put in a Thai jail for fourteen days.
0: Well, it was like a prison, but it or a, i mean, a hospital. But yeah. it was—it would have been great. It would have been the funniest thing that's ever happened to Red. It's
1: just great when Red suffers. It's so fun <laughs> to watch.
0: I—he um, sent a voice note that I'd like to play. <laughs> I'll try playing it through the mic. If it doesn't work, voice note. If it doesn't work, we'll add it in post
1: poor Rosie his wife I think had just the most stressful journey with Red just freaking out the whole way about whether he was gonna be put in a Thai Uh, hospital
0: yeah he said there were because he I thought that you know once Red was on his honeymoon I'd hear from him in three weeks No, no, he called me every day. (laughs) He he hasn't called the last couple of days, but the first, like, three days he called me. He's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, you're on your honeymoon. (laughs) I would say generally people don't call their friends every day on their honeymoon. Did you call
1: anyone on our honeymoon?
0: I don't think so. I didn't know I was allowed. I would have.
1: I think you lost all your stuff, though, so...
0: I had a phone, though. I just lost my oh, bag yeah. and walked around in tourist t-shirts.
1: Yeah, it was funny. All the public stuff went missing. And then he had to just wear I heart Santorini t-shirts. <laughs> and I, I,
0: did, I did heart Santorini. Yeah, it was
1: nice.
0: So it didn't feel like a stretch for me. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to play this note that Red sent. With uh, You don't need much context. It's I think Red was just talking to some locals. How's it doing?
1: How old do you think I look, by the way? 45 years old. <laughs> Why? Well I uh, look 25 surely. Because it's your body. <laughs> my body? Why? What's was with my body. Okay, in fact. <laughs> okay, but what about my face? Maybe you have to. You have to uh, let your body is more skin, more skinny. <laughs> okay, I need to do it. Right. All right, all right, we've heard it. Here. Brilliant, darling. Thank you so much. That was so good.
0: What's great is you can hear Rosie in the background saying, brilliant, darling, thank you so much. That was so good.
1: What's great is wherever Red goes in the world, people are mean to him. He can't (laughs) go anywhere he goes to Thailand and still within a few days,
0: everyone is ripping the piss out of him. There's just something about his face that looks like... Like, you just want to make fun of him. Yeah. It is like that David Tell joke, where David Tell has that great joke where he says, you ever make fun of somebody so much, you want to thank them for all the good times? <laughs> I feel like the, the world should thank Red for all the joy that he brings them just by being. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Just because you're fat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the bit when she said you need to, like, let yourself have more skin. <laughs> It's crushing. Absolutely crushing.
0: We went to Thailand.
1: Hmm? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I'd like to go back, actually.
0: Okay. Well. It was
1: nice. We could do with a holiday, I think.
0: No, no. This is our holiday. This hour-long no, conversation. No, this is
1: a bad holiday.
0: Um. Okay, well, I haven't even told you what year we're going back to. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you have to look Look, All right, you have to try to be excited <laughs> I
1: am excited, I'm so just... tired I'm so tired We have a young baby, and <laughs> I'm working And then you were like Do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I am excited to do a podcast I'm just very tired
0: You know, here's the thing, if you weren't my guest yeah, I don't know if you'd be reviewed very well as a guest <laughs> by the. Who's by,
1: reviewing by me? Me and
0: Jody. Don't with...
1: re- yeah, don't review. I'll review you. <laughs> what you I'm going to review you, <laughs> and I'm going to say very uh, critical host. Actually, I'm just
0: I'm just saying. Like, uh, how is if 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 you were my wife? There's some woman named Harriet. How is Harriet as a guest? Well. She kept saying how tired she was, and she didn't <laughs> want to be there. I thought, I, I was expecting, it. you know, usually when you, have a, you ask them to be a guest on something, they're honored. They think, well, maybe I'll sell some tickets to my tour that is happening in the fall. You're on tour in the fall, right, Harriet?
1: Yeah, maybe... but your listeners, Jodie's three right, time, it's like 75% men.
0: Yeah, well, guess what? Men need to laugh too, Harriet. <laughs> and lots of women support this podcast. Thank you very much.
1: Less, less women.
0: This, this podcast is like Fortnite. Mostly men, but a lot. Some women i crazy. don't know what
1: Fortnite is
0: exactly and that's why
1: so what year what year are you going to <laughs> I, i'm trying to be interested
0: no, you're, what year is it you're trying to you're trying to get it over with you're like the quicker we get we say all the things i can leave <laughs> i just want to have a lockdown. <laughs> okay we're going back we got a babysitter for this <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I actually, the babysitter, to be honest, is a pretty energetic lady.
1: Yeah, she's got a lot of energy, yeah.
0: I have a feeling she might be a better guest than you.
1: <laughs> I agree. I <laughs> like agree. when she walked she, in. She'll she... be way more enthusiastic about doing
0: your podcast. Yeah, she has a lot more pep in her step. Yeah. Maybe mid-podcast, actually, depending <laughs> on how this goes. You might be replaced. <laughs> but... bye, bye. The fact that you'd be happy about it Is the only reason I wouldn't do it The only reason I wouldn't do it Is because it would bring you joy
1: Thank you, that's marriage
0: Okay So we're going back
1: (laughs) Sorry, I'm just having a drink What's wrong with you?
0: We're going back
1: What? Why can't I have a drink?
0: You can, I'm just looking at you That's just how I look at you
1: Maybe you were like disgusted that I was having a drink. No, tell me, what year?
0: 1959.
1: That's not what you told me.
0: What did I tell you?
1: (laughs) You told me you were going back to a different year.
0: (laughs) No, I changed my mind. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because I wanted to trip you up.
1: Don't why do you want to trip me up? This is exactly why I don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to get tripped up. I just (laughs) want to live a nice life.
0: Harriet, stop saying you don't (laughs) want to do the podcast. We're already it's already (laughs) happening. I've never had a worse (laughs) guest than you. I've never, I can't imagine a worse guest (laughs) than you coming on and being like, I'd rather be anywhere else. Is there a ditch? Would you rather, honestly, if there was a dry, warm ditch, would you rather lie in that right now than be here?
1: If I had a blanket. (laughs) 1959, why?
0: Because I was sitting and thinking about you. And I was thinking, what did Harriet like when she was a girl? My parents. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> they were born in 1959. No it, was... <laughs> is that what you're thinking? no, it had nothing to do with your parents. <laughs> That's when they were born. That's quite personal. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I no,
1: well, You picked the year they were born. Really? Yeah. That
0: was that was complete coincidence. Actually, mm. what do you know about the year? <laughs> that was the
1: year when parents were born, I... and it was the year before,
0: 1960. <laughs> <laughs> That's an obvious statement. Yeah,
1: when the 60s started, it was the year before.
0: <laughs> okay, well, we know we know two do things. Uh, no, also, I thought, when Harriet was a child, I think she, I was just thinking about you, you yesterday, you were trying on dresses, and I hate watching you try on dresses, because... Thank you. Because yes. you would just be like, I look horrible in this dress. And I hate. No, I won't. Sometimes, sometimes you're like, but there's an insecurity that that you see when anyone tries on a dress.
1: Well, it's a vulnerable thing to try on a dress.
0: Yeah, but I always think. Especially you- if
1: someone says, I hate what you try on dresses. No. It probably makes me feel a bit insecure.
0: What I hate about it is that you don't think you look great all the time. Like I fi- Like I think I look awesome all the time.
1: No, I know, but you could do with less of that. <laughs> Everybody thinks you could do with less of that and put more thought into your general outfits. Today, actually, you look all right, but your socks are disgusting.
0: <laughs> we don't you've need had the to. They're not socks. a camera, Harriet. You've the had the same camera socks are not yeah, camera me. socks. I
1: can see them. And you've they're... had the same socks for about um, the whole time I've known you. I think you bought a pack from Sports Direct in 2011. <laughs> what is this? And you still have the same ones. And they're grey and disgusting.
0: Well, when this podcast is over, I'm going to throw away all my socks.
1: Well, then you're just not going to wear socks. This is the problem. No, you have to replace them first. You knew what you were getting when you invited me on this podcast. <laughs>
0: you knew. Okay. I thought about this this kind of body insecurity that comes out when you try and address.
1: Why weren't you? I thought you were going to do about the first female stand-up.
0: That didn't work out the way I wanted to. <laughs> Why? It just didn't go that way.
1: Okay. That was that sounded interesting.
0: This is going to be interesting. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. Just. I know, but I'm not that insecure when i try trying dresses. Just... I just have to pick the best one.
0: Just let me finish my thoughts. And
1: if you're just sitting there <laughs> thinking, oh, Harriet hates how she looks, and I hate watching her, then that's going to make me more insecure. I don't
0: hate watching you. You just I... said,
1: I hate it when you try on dresses. I, said,
0: I mean, I hate. I would love it if you were secure in how you looked, no matter what you were wearing.
1: Well, I would love it if you were less secure. <laughs> so we both have some work to do. Okay. Just wear underwear sometimes. Like, just wear underwear <laughs> yeah. or at least, at least have a belt that keeps your pubic hair from sight. Like, you can't have your pubic hair out when Mabel's older because it's just, like, her friends. It'll be too embarrassing.
0: I get what you're saying. Thank you. <laughs> And that is actually a perfect link into our new sponsor.
1: <laughs> who, who, would sponsor you and wants to be associated with your pubic hair?
0: Manscaped oh dot com. Oh my god, is an amazing company. Harriet, tell these people what you thought when I shaved my face.
1: It actually was it was great because. Um, your beard when it's long is disgusting um you get bits of food stuck in it like sometimes when you loom close like i can smell if you had soup like it's just
0: (laughs) soup
1: (laughs) your beard like sucks it up like tentacles and um it gets like it absorbs like the moisture and the flavor and um it's much better for me when your beard is shorter and you can't do it yourself so often i sometimes have to trim it with nail scissors or you do it yourself and then there's just like like hair
0: everywhere but not anymore.
1: Not a, no, it was a wonderful surprise. I like it when you look a bit more together and then you get mistaken as homeless less and that's just nice all around. Um, I have to say, I think this is a good time to tell this story maybe. Do you remember the first time that we officially started dating and then um, I went um, back to yours and it was the first time we were kind of sleeping together as boyfriend and girlfriend And um, you had shaved your body in preparation. And it was like how I imagine the Somme looked
0: after (laughs) after
1: the the battle. There was blood everywhere. It was like, it was horrific.
0: Yeah, because at the time I didn't know about Manscaped.com. This is what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, thank God for Manscaped.com because it was a
0: bloodbath. My balls and um, pubic region were bleeding. There was a lot of blood, and it's not I would say it's not enjoyable to have sex with a man whose genitals are bleeding
1: and is making this noise oh ee.
0: yeah oh. well, it really hurt oh. Oh. but with manscaped, <laughs> they sent me this performance pack and it has everything you need to groom your entire body, and no longer are my genitals bleeding during sex
1: yeah, well, since that moment, ten years ago, you never shaved any. I, well then, i had I ptsd think. but now yes i had ptsd um but now that you have like now that you are and you're doing it in like a responsible manner i think it's um and it's easy as well because uni need things that are easy otherwise you're just not going to do it
0: yeah and uh, can you genuinely uh, would you say your sexual attraction to me has increased yes since i've trimmed my yes, body hair. genuinely
1: just you putting any kind of effort just like a small amount of effort into something is um is attractive
0: so if if you think maybe oh, I want my husband to be better. Or if you're sitting there thinking, I wish my wife or girlfriend liked me, mm-hmm. manscaped.com can help. And if you go there right now and use the promo code year is, you will get 20% off their products plus free shipping. So that means you'll get for, you know. For not that much money, you can make your wife love you again today. Or husband.
1: Yeah, or at least have sex with you.
0: Yes. Yeah. Or even if you're just having one night stands and you're fucking strangers.
1: Respect them. Give them some respect.
0: Yeah, just groom yeah. well.
1: Please. It also makes your dick look bigger.
0: That's a good point.
1: And 20% is a good discount, like because sometimes it's like 10% and you're like... Is it even worth filling in the code? Do you know what I mean? Like it's annoying, like 20% is a substantial amount is good.
0: Yeah, substantial. The reason we're going back to 1959 is because, like I was trying to say, I was thinking about your body insecurity. And then what is your problem? I started thinking about where does it come from?
1: Because I just had a baby, probably. No,
0: it existed the same, right? But before you were ever pregnant, you looked in the mirror and grimaced just as much.
1: No, I didn't, Poppy. Yes, what is you your did. problem?
0: So... I think it comes from these little Barbie dolls you used to play with. These little scrawny dolls that made you think, why aren't I seven feet tall and skinny like Bobby? You want my body? He said, "Bobby, like Bobby." I know, like, it's, it's, like Bobby. You want? That's what I meant to say.
1: Have you told everybody about how? That's what I you meant to say. People, you call Bobby? No, I <laughs> have. Bobby thinks that English people can't understand when he says his name is Bobby. They came out so to try and help them. He says. Hello, I'm Barbie. And then they say your name's Bobby, and he goes, "No, Bobby is the stupidest." I've seen you have this interaction so many times; it's so dumb. No, but I say
0: Barbie, and then they think Bar.
1: They go Barbie, and I'm like, "My name's a Barbie." No, but then you go in fast. You say, "Hi, I'm Barbie." No, I don't say, say that. I've seen you say it so many times because you think if you say Barbie, then they think Bobby. It's so dumb. No, it's just okay. And they say your name is Barbie. It's the- so weird. the
0: point i was making was you want you actually what you want is you want my figure you want to be six feet tall
1: absolutely not your figure is the weirdest (laughs) the weirdest figure Life. absolutely i do not want your finger bobby that's what you want and i would like it if you ate more actually and you became stronger the I thing would, is we're criticizing each other's bodies right i'm not now. criticizing <laughs> your body i would like it if you just worked out once in a while if you just did okay we a, don't need to go into that A push up just some kind of strength so that you that's don't not what we're like, talking about <gasps>
0: when you try and do 1959 something 1959 was the year barbie came to be
1: i know i've been tra- writing about this stuff it's what i'm talking about in my show
0: oh you're on tour right well maybe you can act excited to fucking be here so
1: you go too hard
0: the barbie doll you go too
1: hard and then we have to bring it back like you don't need to yell
0: the barbie doll was invented in
1: 1959 the bobby doll yes hi i'm barbie your name's barbie
0: (laughs) no bobby
1: You can't, like, you can't say your own name. Like, what? I can.
0: It's just an, a different accent. You go It's Bobby. <laughs> no, I have to say Bobby because they think when I say Bobby, they think I'm saying Barbie. And I, I. This is outrageous. So, yeah. yeah. The
1: Barbie doll was invented.
0: Mm hmm. Now, I have a story to tell you that is there I always don't a think pause you know. where
1: you find the story.
0: Okay, so Barbie. Was based on an R-rated German doll. Do you mean by R-rated? R-rated. Adult.
1: Like a sexy doll?
0: A sexy little fuck doll. That's not true. Mm Mm-hmm. No. The concept. Yes, it is true. Handler.
1: Where do you get this information from? Just, Harry, you have to trust that No, where is it from, though? Wikipedia.
0: (laughs) No, it's not from Wikipedia. It's from
1: Wikipedia. Where's it from?
0: Harry, this is true.
1: Okay. They make a children's toy for sex doll.
0: Look at that doll. You don't think Barbie's a little fuck doll? Come on. So what happened was originally what you need to know was uh Barbie was created by an engineer who used to work for the Pentagon. Uh Jack Ryan began his career as no. an engineer making no. missiles for the Pentagon. No but was eventually hired away by Mattel for his space-age savvy and knowledge of materials. His design helped give Barbie her twistable waist and click-click knee joints. How funny is it that a guy, he was like, listen, I'm enjoying launching rockets at people, but I was thinking I wanted to hurt the public in a more insidious way. (laughs) What if I just sucked girls' self-esteems away slowly? That way we don't have to kill them. But they'll eventually lose their own will to live.
1: Yeah. The slow approach. My favorite fact about Barbie is that if her statistics were made into an adult woman, she wouldn't be able to keep her own head up. She'd just have to like drag her head along the ground.
0: <laughs> so though Ryan design designed Barbie. Excuse me? <laughs> I can't speak. Durant <laughs> the, the, the design, Barbie. <laughs> the concept came from mattel co-founder no, wh- what did you say before though ryan designed barbie <laughs> but, okay. yep. the concept came from mattel co-founder ruth handler handler was traveling through europe with her kids when she came across the german-born build Lid- lily doll who was anything but kid friendly Lily was a high-class call girl who began her life as a comic and was sold in smoke shops, adult toy stores, and other not-kid-friendly places. But Handler, who had mentioned the idea of an adult doll to her Mattel exec husband before, liked what she saw. Though her husband Elliot had initially balked at the idea, the Lily doll sold him on the concept. Though Build Lily Manufacturer initially sued Mattel for patent infringement, the case was eventually dismissed, and Mattel officially bought the rights to the doll for $21,600. So here's what happened. These people in Germany, and they saw a little prostitute doll with creepy proportions, and they thought, we want our kids to play with that. Is this true? Hurry
1: up. How are we meant to know if it's true or not?
0: This is, these are Are facts. people actually
1: trusting you for information?
0: They don't trust me. Is this me. what the
1: podcast is? You tell people information and then they believe it. Because the amount of times you've told me information then I've gone and I've told people things that you've said. And then they've said, is that true? And I'm like... I don't know if that's true. And then you've just told me false information.
0: Yeah, but that was when I was intentionally lying to you. But how do I know you're not intentionally
1: lying to me now? You've given me a complex. I don't know if you're telling me the truth or not. <laughs> these are
0: fun. These <laughs> are, I've read this, I've read like three sources for this information.
1: I'm just saying be careful what you listen to because okay. I'm not sure if you should be getting your information from Bobby and Red. That's what I'm saying. I think it's good that you listen to the podcast, but I'm just saying keep an open mind okay. and Google hey. is your friend it's just it's good to check things out
0: give it let's give an yourself. example so yeah. one what you're talking about is one time almost 10 years ago i convinced you that it was legal in canada to have sex with a beaver that's really what we're talking about right now and you have not forgiven me because you because walked because i around told
1: yes i told people
0: and you walked around for a week yes. thinking it was true and we also i got a different canadian i whispered in his ear and so he knew and he confirmed to you that it was true so you walked around for a week thinking that in canada people are allowed to fuck beavers and you've never forgotten that. i told people and what did they do when you told them that
1: um looked at me like i was fucking nuts (laughs) (laughs) until finally someone told me the truth and was like where did you hear that from and i was like Bobby, and they're like, Bobby is making that up, but it's not true. Don't listen to Bobby. So why would I get my information from you?
0: you know, but that, You have to, for the sake of the next, like, 40 minutes, you just have to believe what I'm saying.
1: It's a lifetime of, it's. you've, you've made it impossible for me.
0: Are there other lies I've told you?
1: Yeah, probably hang on a minute to know. This is the problem. I'm just going around saying things, and I don't know if they're true or not. So excuse me if I'm going to have some... Some caution listening to your tales. They aren't... Barbie was based on a sex doll. Yes. That's what you're saying.
0: Yes. What do you think about that? I don't believe it. (laughs) You have to believe it. Harriet, please, for the sake of the rest of the podcast, just take what I say as fact. No, I think it's
1: very important to question things. In a post-fact world, I think it's very important (laughs) to question information that you're given particularly by two little liars like you and Red.
0: People are coming to this podcast, Sarah, to get information. And for
1: God's sake, they need to look at their lives. I'm sorry. If this is where you get your information from, it's absurd. (laughs) There's like genuine historical podcasts around that people can listen to where you can actually learn things.
0: But when you look at Barbie, can you not see the prostitute doll inside of Barbie?
1: I don't know if you meant to say prostitute anymore.
0: Okay. When you look at Barbie, can you not see the sex worker doll? Come on.
1: I don't know I don't know sex worker dolls. When have I seen a sex worker doll before? Barbie. <laughs> okay. Okay, yes. I guess she is um uh appealing to most men in a that's what they're going for. Maybe d- her dimensions are what generally men innately are drawn towards. Not
0: me. Not I'm me. I'm going to kick you so hard because
1: because what? I-
0: if I was married to Barbie, yeah. we'd have the same body.
1: You don't have a body like Barbie. What is wrong with you? You have body dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> you think your body is so amazing.
0: I'm. I think I'm somewhere between Ken and Barbie.
1: Bobby do you know who you are this is you have the worst posture you walk around with an absolute hunch you eat a bowl of shreddies and you forget to eat anything else all day you're wasting away in front of everybody i'm not wasting you away you do not you do not look like barbie what is wrong with you
0: this is outrageous
1: you look like if you look like anyone you look like that man in um scooby-doo that's who you look like
0: <laughs> who's, the, who's man. that man
1: The one with it's like, screw me. Like, he has got the high, shaggy. shaggy, Yeah, you look like shaggy. That's what you look like.
0: Okay. Do. (laughs) Did you play with Barbies when you were a kid?
1: Uh, More Polly Pockets.
0: Tell me about that. I mean,
1: if you really knew me, you'd go back to the year the Polly Pockets (laughs) were invented. Tell you about it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> tell me about polypockets what do you mean
1: like, tell you me about it they're like little little tiny dolls that you can put <laughs> in your pocket and they live in a little world and you carry them around in your pocket it's great
0: that's what what do you mean I've never heard of them
1: yeah obviously what did you play with Oh, just I a, no you just played with a ball that you just bounced over and over again <laughs> oh, like yeah, a psychopath I kid
0: <laughs> No, i, don't. I wasn't a psychopath kid i just had a horrific childhood so my way of coping with it was i laid on a bed and i bounced a ball off the ceiling for six hours a day like i was in prison just waiting to get out and in a way i was i really was good at bouncing that ball off the ceiling and living in my Sad own imaginary world yeah.
1: Did you not have any toys?
0: I had toys. No, it wasn't that I didn't like my toys. It was just, I just wanted to escape into my own mind. So I did that. I had lots of toys. What
1: would you think about while you're lying
0: there? I had a world I had constructed through G.I. Joes. That was like the... the, So they were at war, the G.I. Joes, and they'd been at war for a long time. Not dissimilar to like a civil war. And they were just trying to win this war. So... I would just kind of play with them in my head. And... That's
1: how lazy you are, that you wouldn't actually even, <laughs> no, you wouldn't even was... get the real dolls. You would imagine them playing in your head. That is how lazy you are. I
0: love that I'm talking <laughs> you about... <laughs> How I dealt with my child, horrible childhood, and you're like, yeah, because you're fucking lazy. It's like, oh, thank you, voice in my head. I, I really appreciate you chiming in. Your
1: logic is absolutely flawed, though, because if you grew up with G.I. then how come you're so body confident, even though you look nothing like a G.I. Joe?
0: <laughs> I just, I just think I look good.
1: <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. It's amazing. You put no effort in whatsoever yeah you're completely confident but
0: what like do you think animals sit around thinking about how they look do you think a like a a dog wakes up and thinks i'm ugly
1: no who do you think i am (laughs) what are you talking about of course i don't think that
0: do the animals seem happier than we do
1: bobby what
0: is this (laughs) what are you trying to do (laughs) i'm trying to point out
1: I know exactly what happened. I did a TV show last night. And then at two in the morning, I was awake because sometimes you get like quite wide after doing a TV show. And then I was like annoyed because I had a low cut top, which I never wear on TV because I'm always a bit self conscious. And then I had a bit of bra sticking out. And then I was just like, oh, I just wish that I just sorted out my bra. And now Bobby has decided to go use this podcast as... <laughs> to try and improve my confidence even though i'm absolutely fine and i don't need it and actually you just need less confidence so i'm going to take over this podcast and try and give you less confidence (laughs)
0: no you've already you're doing it (laughs) great it's happening (laughs) now we recently went skiing didn't we harriet yes how did that go for your family
1: great we had a lovely time
0: So really, though? How did it go? What happened? Really nice, thank you. It was really (laughs)
1: nice to be with my family and to snowboard again for the first time in three years. What happened to you? So I might have... There was poor visibility and I might have accidentally um, fallen on my head really hard and then got a mild concussion. Okay, anyone else in the family harmed? Yeah, my sister um, fucked her knee and then she tore her ACL and she's going to need an operation. Anyone, Anything else? Yeah, my dad got stuck in a time loop. Um (laughs) (laughs) Can you explain that? It's the most terrifying moment of my life. It was so terrifying. We were at the top of the mountain, and he'd had COVID a couple of weeks before, and I think he went too fast, and he just went into a time loop, and we didn't know he was on a time loop for a while, and then he was just he just didn't know where he was, and we'd tell him something, and then he'd forget, and then like a few minutes later, he was just on this like few minute time loop. Then we had to call the medics and they had to come and um, like put him in a blood wagon and take him down the mountain. And my dad is not no, someone that no, like, accepts need, help easily. Nobody knows
0: what a blood wagon is. It's
1: like basically a coffin that you put between two skiers and they like take the coffin down the mountain and you're in the coffin. Okay. It's fucking terrifying. Then they took him to a hospital um And he was like messaging us and was like, why have you put us in this hospital? Like, what is going on? And we were like, oh my God, he's stuck in this time loop forever. It's so terrifying. But what we didn't know is that he'd got out of the time loop two hours before, but just nobody had told us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he was just
1: messing with us. And was like, ha ha, why did you put me in the hospital, guys? Isn't it funny to make fun of the the time loop? Yes. And then me and my mum got neurovirus on the plane back. So yes, it was an intense, an intense week.
0: So I just want to let you know. Yes. You're not... Because I wanted a beach vacation and you want skiing for the rest of our lives. You want to ski.
1: I just want to be able to snowboard. Yeah. I love snowboarding. I... Like You love golf. You get to golf all the time. When do I get to snowboard? Not
0: dangerous though. Um,
1: uh, if you get hit on the head with a golf ball.
0: Okay. I just want to let you know, in 1959, nine skier ski hikers mysteriously perished in the northern Ural Mountains in the Dyatlov Pass incident and are all found dead a few weeks later.
1: Well, I'm not going to hike. Why would I want to hike? That sounds bleak.
0: Yeah, well, hiking is safer than skiing.
1: What? That is not a true fact. What do you mean? You just made up a fact. You hiking just is safer up than skiing. Yeah, not if they're like in a blizzard or something and they're just hiking up because they're not on like an actual like piece.
0: Okay. Well, I'm just going to let you know what happened to these people when they were on a mountain. Because clearly your family being cursed. Right.
1: Well, I'm going to find a fact about a golfer that died. So you can tell me that. And I'm going to find a fact about something bad that happened to a golfer. So we can both tell each other facts.
0: Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. So they don't really know what happened. The people disappeared. Six of the group members died of Swedish hypothermia.
1: former professional golfer Frederick Anderson has died of cancer. <laughs>
0: okay, well, that's not anything. That's horrible.
1: <laughs> Age 49 is very young. That's horrible. I know it's horrible. That's, that, that's something that happened to someone who golfs. That's not a golfer-related... Argentine laden. golfer Eduardo Romero has died
0: of cancer. <laughs> yeah, Mary, that's just another man dying of cancer.
1: Jack Newton has died.
0: I think Jack Newton was like 92.
1: How old was he? Yeah, 72. Okay. Um, Justin Regal, on an on-course accident, was killed when a tree crashed into the pro shop. So actually, a golf cart sunk in a canal. Somebody died in that. <laughs> actually very dangerous. So... There we go.
0: This is worse. Six of the group members died of hypothermia and three of fatal injuries. There were no indications of other people nearby. The tent had been ripped open from within. I'm not going to
1: stay in a tent. The victims Obviously, I'm not going to go and stay in a tent. I want to stay in a nice hotel. Ideally, with a swimming pool.
0: Had died six to eight hours after their last meal. Traces from the camp showed that all of the group members left the campsite on their own accord on foot. Some levels of radiation were found in one victim's clothing.
1: Well, what's that to do with?
0: To dispel the theory of an attack,
1: Where did the radiation a guy stated
0: up? the injuries of the three bodies could not have been caused by human beings because the force, the blows, had Aliens. been too strong and no soft tissue had been damaged.
1: Well, there were blows.
0: Mm. There were blows.
1: This has nothing to do with skiing.
0: It was. It was no. a... They... There was... A, so it was a brutal...
1: If they'd been skiing, they might have been safer because they just could have skied down.
0: They think what happened was an avalanche hit these people and fucked them up, like blew their eyes out of the sockets. Why was the radiation? That unclear about the radiation. So
1: we don't actually know what happened at all. No. Whereas we do know that these golfers died of cancer. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> it's, I am in the golf world and it's horrible to bring up specific names.
1: I agree. It's absolutely horrible.
0: But they had just had cancer. That happens to everyone. Do you want to know what I'm gonna die of? What? Do you know wanna know what I'm gonna die of? What? Cancer the same way everyone else is.
1: No, I think your heart will get you in love with cancer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think my heart will get me? Uh,
1: your diet. Mainly your diet and lack of
0: exercise. <laughs> I have lots of exercise. You're Go golfing. Okay. In 1959, the Soviet Union conducted its first census since World War II. I think it's so funny that they just didn't do a census after World War II for 14 years because they were just like, yeah, yeah, it seems like there's a couple less people than there was before the war. Uh, We're not really sure how many, but yeah, we lost some people. And then they did a census and they realized that 27 million Russians had died.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. That's a. That that's like a bad day. Like oh, we've crunched the numbers, and it appears.
1: How many people die a year though? Over <laughs> fourteen years, that might be the amount of people that die though. Is that true or not?
0: No, no, that was the number of people that died. R- so the- that died during World War Two.
1: Oh yeah, but then no one died afterwards.
0: What? Is in the with... 14
1: years since is what I'm saying. People didn't die. There has to be
0: people that die in between. Of course they did. I was just telling you how many people oh. died during World War II. Okay. You thought I was telling you that after World War II no one died <laughs> no, in I'm Russia for 14 saying, years? Like it was total. In, you think Russia was some enchanted nation with <laughs> Stalin in charge?
1: Well, like after COVID, there was like less less deaths now.
0: Yeah, because all the vulnerable people yeah, have been wiped no, out.
1: No, You can't take part in the census anyway, because you, um, I'm from here. Or can you?
0: I think I can still take <laughs> okay. part the yeah, census. You can't it's vote. just if you live here, I can't, can't vote. vote. Yeah, I've never voted.
1: It's a disgusting fact.
0: But I don't live. I can't vote in this country. Yeah, but you could have voted when you lived in Canada, and you chose not to. I don't. didn't know how. I, I, I wore a <laughs> trench coat every day. I wasn't at a point in my life. What? Like I had a trench coat that one of my dead uncles. Like a flasher. <laughs> but I, I would wear clothes, clothes under it. <laughs> But, like, I would go to gigs wear, wearing a trench coat every day. I say that only to say. Well? Yeah, yeah, a lot of the time I was good at comedy. But I say that to say only, to, like, I wasn't at a point in life where I knew where you would vote. Do
1: you think you're at that point now?
0: I am at that point now. I can vote across the road, but I'm not yeah, allowed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: the primary school. I'm
0: not allowed to vote. Yeah. Once I get, I think, when I, once I get permanent residency, then I can vote. Well,
1: now you going to do that.
0: Like, like I can get it. It all depends if you divorce me. That's the worry.
1: How long do I have? No, you
0: can't. <laughs> That's so, what a horrible thing to have. Like, just, so what?
1: what no, I'll let you get residency. When do you, um, when do
0: you <laughs> No, no, no. I thought you meant, I thought you meant you were going to wait till like the day before and be like, nah, you're going to leave now. Oh, you want to see Mabel? Well, you're going to have to buy a plane ticket.
1: <laughs> when is it though?
0: In about a year and a half. Not really. How do you not know this stuff? I know, I know. What if I told you, oh Harriet, you know, I kind of just forgot about my uh visa, so I have to leave the country.
1: That would make absolute sense. I would not be surprised at all if you said that.
0: What would you what would you do? Let's say I'm gone. How would yeah. your life change? Very <laughs> little.
1: I wouldn't have to do podcasts like this in the day. This is a-
0: <laughs> You're such a bully
1: what you want another example (laughs) i can't think of another example um i got asked when i was like 11 to do like an exchange thing with a girl that lived in russia and i like thought about it but then um i think it i wouldn't have been able to like i wouldn't have liked like all the furs and i wouldn't have liked the um the food
0: and the war in ukraine
1: this was years ago
0: so wait so you you wanted to go
1: Um, I wanted to go, but then um, uh, I um, I thought it'd be a bit cold and um, I um, wouldn't be able to eat any of the food because I only ate um, white bread and rice then. So (laughs) (laughs) I think it might have been tricky.
0: Uh, Why wouldn't you have anything other than white bread and rice?
1: Um, Because um, I was vegetarian and allergic and just very fussy. That was the main thing.
0: But at that age, you didn't know you were allergic to raw fruit and vegetables, right? Maybe
1: it would make my mouth hurt. And then everyone would be like, you have to eat it. And I'd be like, it really hurts my mouth. My mouth is really itchy. And everyone would be like, oh, well, suck it up. Stop lying. So it gives you maybe a little bit of a...
0: How long did that go on for?
1: Well, until I went into anaphylactic shock, and then everyone was like, okay, I guess we believe you.
0: (laughs) When you were going into anaphylactic shock and possibly going to die, were you like, I fucking told you.
1: Vindicated at last. (laughs) My throat swelled up.
0: How was it like, did it feel... Did you have to go to hospital that time?
1: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't know if it was an anaphylactic shock. It was definitely like a severe reaction, but like, I'm not sure if it was at that stage. No,
0: you keep saying so this. We need to
1: not have this argument again on the podcast, but I don't think my allergies are as bad as everyone says they are.
0: Well, the problem with your theory that your allergies aren't as bad as we think they are is if if you're right, great. Yeah. But if you're wrong... Bad. Y- you die <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah it's not really like we can test your theory
1: yeah you, c- you yeah. can
0: go you want to test your theory yeah. Harriet but th- there's I'd say it's a coin flip that you might die even if it was 10% even if 90% chance
1: because no, I'll just use the
0: EpiPen. yeah yeah but you can still die that's yeah that well, happens.
1: especially as i just as you know this morning i went to renew my epipens because i realized that um they um expired in 2018 <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
0: it's been carrying around these
1: epipens, uh, so it's uh, not the time to check this stuff out
0: <laughs> yeah i i you get so angry when i tell you i think your allergies could kill you and you're like i you don't get think
1: such you make such a fuss about it it's so annoying
0: what a crate of all the things to complain about. My husband makes such a fuss about wanting to keep me alive. And he gets really angry when I say that I think I'm just going to try stuff out and see if it kills me. We just
1: don't need anger. I just want less anger. Like just more like chill, like, less anger. You'll
0: always get anger when you tell me I'm just going to eat like an apple and I see tell what happens. I you. I just
1: try it. And then I tell you afterwards when yeah, I feel then, a bit yeah. allergic, which is good to give you a heads up if I like I'm feeling an allergic reaction. Next time I won't tell you.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> anyone, anyone watching or listening to this is going to disagree with you heavily, Harriet. It's an insane thing to do.
1: I well, the thing is, the hospital—they were like, "Look, you just have to try things and just work out if you're allergic to them." It's like it's so like archaic, like the whole thing. I had to get tested. They said bring in a bag of fruit and vegetables, so I had to bring in a bag of fruit and vegetables (laughs) (laughs) to the hospital. Like, even though like I'm allergic to a lot of the fruit and vegetables, I touch them, I get a rash. So like, bring this bag of fruit and vegetables, and they like cut off a bit of it and they just put it on your arm, and then they just look to see where you get a big hive and then you're like, they're like, oh, you've got a big hive there. You're allergic to that one. They're like,
0: and do they, they write like banana above it? Yeah. 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 It's so <laughs>
1: stupid. Then you've got loads of like Harvey and veg, like vegetables for food you're allergic to in a bag. <laughs> it's like the dumbest thing. Like surely we've moved on in medicine since then.
0: But after, so after you were vindicated when, and you realized like, okay, I'm allergic to these. Did your family like give it up? Were they like, Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, now it's the other way. Now everyone's like when my meal comes, they're like, take off the salad or do this. And it's like, guys, it's fine. Like it's um it's really fine.
0: It must have been amazing though. You must have felt so
1: Well, it was just so many years and people would cut up an apple and I'd be like, It really hurts like to eat this, and they're like, Good try to get out of eating the apple, Harriet.
0: <laughs> it's it but did you say, like, did anyone say did you get an apol like an apology an apology where you were like Thank you.
1: No, you're right. I've never had an official apology. And as we celebrate the year of my parents' birth, I think it is time that I finally get my apology.
0: Well, I can't give it. I wasn't there.
1: No, no, really. You've got other things you could apologize for. <laughs>
0: Every, Everyone has things they can apologize for.
1: <laughs> Am I being too mean to you? You think I'm being too mean to you?
0: No, you no. have just
1: really mean to Red all the time, so I thought I could be mean back to you.
0: <laughs> I don't think you're being too mean to me. You're doing great. Don't doubt it.
1: I don't want people to think that I'm being really mean, but you just have to know the backlog of years of meanness from Bobby. And I guess if they listen to it and they hear you bully Red, then it's fine. The bully gets bullied.
0: I don't bully Red. You're a bully. In 1959, a chartered plane transporting musicians Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper goes down in foggy conditions near Clear Lake, Iowa, killing all four people on board. Oh, my God. The tragedy is later termed the day the music died, popularized in John McClane's 1971 song, American Pie.
1: Oh, is that what that's from? I didn't know that.
0: You didn't know the song that American Pie, it's about Buddy Holly. I
1: thought it was about a pie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean? A
1: cherry pie, like an American pie? Isn't (laughs) isn't that famous? Like, so
0: let's go through the lyrics of (laughs) "Bye Bye American" of American Pie. And if if it,
1: I mean, what does "Put your Chevy to the levee mean? You don't know what it means. It could be about a pie. (laughs) It's about like a classical American pie.
0: Okay, so we're just gonna read the lyrics. A long, long time ago. I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. So you think music in that instance was actually slang for pie? <laughs> yeah,
1: like how nice the pie was.
0: <laughs> and I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance, and maybe they'd be happy for a while. So you think dance is again slang for eating <laughs> somehow? But February they call it American
1: Pie, if it's not, if okay. it's not that pie.
0: But February made me shiver <laughs> with every paper I deliver.
1: Yes, yeah, so you want some pie because you're to some nice one pie.
0: Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. Okay, there's tragedy happening, clearly. Someone dropped a pie. There's some bad news. <laughs> there's oh. a dropped pie. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride. But something touched me deep inside... The day the music died.
1: <laughs> I'm not good with lyrics. Like, I never know. <laughs> I can never hear what the lyrics are. Like, I, people need to pronounce more when they say. And then here's
0: what you heard, which is the chorus. <laughs> so, bye, bye, Miss American Pie. And you th- said, it's a song about pie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just always thought it was, is it in the video? Is there, like, a pie?
0: I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if this <laughs> video was made in like 1971. They had videos in
1: 1971.
0: But yeah, did you know Harriet? Yes. Buddy Holly's wife. Sorry, I'm just looking up about
1: American Pie.
0: What are you looking up?
1: Bye bye, miss. Bye bye. I don't know. I just throw it in American Pie. Bye bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you gonna? What are you gonna
1: look up? Well, about? i was just looking to see if there's a pie because I just feel like I remember seeing a pie like somewhere.
0: <laughs> there might be a pie on like an album cover, but it's about Chevy is a Chevrolet motor
1: car and a levee is a pier of Kwai. It was dry because there was no water where there should have been. Drove my Chevy to the dry quay.
0: <laughs> I don't even think you're saying <laughs> words right now. <laughs> It's like you're someone who can read, but you don't know what words are.
1: It turns out you're, um, you're actually wrong about the meaning behind this um, song.
0: Okay, what's the song about?
1: American Pie was not the name of the plane that rock and roll legend Buddy Holly died in. I never said it was the name of the plane. Miss American Pie is as American as apple pies, so the saying goes. She could also be a synthesis of this symbol and the beauty queen Miss America. That's what I thought, that it was like a... American Pie pageant woman.
0: No, you didn't. You just made that up. You thought it was a song about pie. <laughs> so the
1: day the music died refers, of course, to Holly's untimely death on 3rd of February of 1959, which McLean mourns as the end of the entire 50s era. But if you think this is what American Pie is about, you would greatly disappoint McLean, who is on record that his song has so much more to say in the verses that follow.
0: It there's, is what the songs there's about. There's religious
1: imagery that emerges in the second verse. Uh, the sacred store to the broken church bells. The fickle girl who McLean saw dancing in the gym no longer cares for his pink carnation and pickup truck.
0: Okay, Harriet, stop reading.
1: They but they say you're very wrong.
0: <laughs> That's not. You're <laughs> lying.
1: It's true. There's a whole article about it, and somebody has written a like a book called Understanding American Pie. Yeah, so they go through all the lyrics, and um, you're wrong, it's just about a pie. (laughs) Okay, it might not be about a pie, but you're not right either. (laughs) I
0: am right! It's an autobiographical story about the time in his life when he was in high school, and, and Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and the other guy died.
1: It's actually about the cynicism of this generation that had annihilated the innocent world the narrator had grown up in.
0: Harriet, that's the theme of the song,
1: <laughs> and about how the tragedy burst the bubble of youth culture's illusions about itself.
0: Okay. Okay, can we can we put the phone down?
1: We can both look things up on the internet, Bobby. <laughs>
0: yeah, but when you look things <laughs> up, you're still wrong. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm quickly, you've had your time to prepare. You didn't let me prepare. You said, don't worry, you don't need to prepare anything. And you just bombard me with lies. It's not,
0: it's, it's not a historical debate.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what the facts of history are. I pre- oh, interesting. You're rewriting history and it's Bobby and Red's history.
0: Okay. What I wanted to say was, do you know how Buddy Holly's wife found out he died?
1: No, what? Why would I don't want to
0: know that. It seems private. Well, she was watching TV. Oh, God. And then they reported that Buddy Holly was dead. That's horrible. And then she found her husband died from TV. And she had a miscarriage. Bobby. And then they made a law where they would never again tell anyone. Because it was, they hadn't had that kind of an issue before. Because you know,
1: so that's what led to um the like the wives being told before um the news reports it.
0: Well, or husbands, yes, or children. If both parents are killed,
1: like how far back does this go? Do you have to tell like their cousins and stuff before the TV can tell. Like I don't know how if far, far <laughs> it extends. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know if their childhood like...
1: best friend. Like how how extensive is this
0: law? Well, I always think it's weird when, like, someone dies and then an acquaintance of theirs an hour later puts it on Facebook as a Facebook status. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't know if I loved you, Billy. And then you're like, hey, can you, like, give his family a second to find out? Yeah. Like, why are you just now putting, like, that, a while ago a guy, a guy I knew kind of well died. And then someone who probably knew him equally well put this up. And, I mean, he was, this guy's body wasn't even cold. It was like, just give us a day. We don't need yeah. your thoughts on this yet.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. They're just making it about them.
0: I lo- I just—it's th- nice
1: to acknowledge somebody, though. But like, is Facebook really where we have to acknowledge people? You know what I mean?
0: No, Facebook's dead now. I don't understand how Facebook is making any money.
1: I the setup is so bad. Like you, like to get through it, it's like I don't know. My computer like crashes all <laughs> the know, time. It's <laughs> just all these
0: old people just like confused. <laughs> And our computers are probably faster than the old people who still <laughs> yeah, use Facebook exactly. every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're on like, their
1: pages. And they're they're like, like, just the like, fuck? I
0: w- wake up at 6am, I start loading up my Facebook page. By <laughs> 8, I have had my breakfast and Facebook's loaded. And then I go read some propaganda that I think is news.
1: And I wish three people a happy birthday that I haven't seen in seven years. That's
0: the wor- I think that's the worst yeah. thing Facebook has done has made this expectation that I have to wish a fucking happy birthday to literally every person I've ever fucking met in my life. And if I don't, I don't care about them. But it's like, hey, I see you once a year, not on your birthday because I'm not even invited to your fucking party. Why do I have to write on your wall and say, hey, hope you're having a good birthday? Who cares? Wow.
1: I didn't know you felt this
0: so strongly about (laughs) it. I do!
1: Don't you, you are you are different like you're you just have no um respect for people's birthdays or like special events. I don't.
0: No. Every day is a birthday in my mind. Let's live every day rather than waiting. Bobby,
1: that is such a bullshit. As If you live like every day is your birthday, every day you eat Shreddies and you watch Battlestar Galactica, like that's like, that's not a birthday. You know what that's I mean? That's like,
0: my birthday. Like, I live you my- You
1: scroll through Twitter aimlessly, like, and then click on people's profiles. Like, how is that <laughs> what a you, birthday? What
0: you don't understand is I actually live my dream life.
1: Well, that's sad. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's very sad.
0: I wake up, I play with my baby oh that's i kissed yeah. my wife on the head <laughs> it's a good it's good
1: yeah yeah but i just i think this is a good chance to um uh just point out that you do need to um get better at uh thoughtful gifts for people's
0: birthdays you've been pointing this out for 10 I know, years it doesn't make
1: any difference so what's the point
0: i got your mother's day present well, Mabel got you a Mother's Day present. Yeah, but
1: it was three days late. Well, I, I was, uh, <laughs> And I spelled Mother's Day on my own because you had COVID. I had the bleakest day. That wasn't my fault. I wasn't fault. allowed to go near anybody because you had COVID. And then I I like just managed to like walk into the market. And then I just turned a pram too quickly. And then a man yelled at me um, and said, watch where you're going with your pram. And I burst into tears. <laughs> it's just the saddest <laughs> day. <laughs> and then you said... Oh, the present I got is a bit late. It <laughs> will be here at some. Didn't even push a card under the door or like order me any flowers or anything. Like just,
0: I had COVID, Harriet.
1: Bowie, you had a holiday. You had the best <laughs> holiday of the last year. Where you just watched TV and hung out with the dog. You didn't have to do any chores. It was
0: it was good COVID, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you got a good COVID. Uh, yeah, I I had. Listen. My COVID was a dry throat for a day. And I got to say, it was a nice vacation from being a parent.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, but I just think you, maybe you need to start thinking about it the month before. Like you need to get like in your head, like 21st of May. That's when I need to start thinking about Harriet's birthday. Like you have to plan ahead. This is the problem.
0: I already know what I'm getting for your birthday. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A trip to Antarctica alone. But if you don't want to go, that's cool. That's your present do you want to go no too bad that's your present the thing is i think my moral defense comes from where you say well what do you want for your birthday and i say i don't want anything your love is enough for me yeah that's
1: because it's not your love language if i said your love language is like um quality time so so maybe i'll just say don't worry about it don't need to spend any time with you or touch you physical touch as well I'll remove touch and um quality time.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you remove gifts and we'll live a happy life where both of us are miserable.
0: <laughs> you yeah. I don't know if people know what a love language is.
1: Um well they need to get with the program quickly. Um a love language is basically like how you display love. And so I Bobby's love language is then physical touch and quality time. I do this on stage. That's one one of my jokes. But mine is acts of servitude and gifts <laughs> because. Um, I really love gifts and acts of servitude. And basically, me and Bobby were with the wrong people because Bobby does not care about. Um,
0: but we're in it now. We're not going to get out of it, it now.
1: No, yeah, no, I know. But you could improve. Like, we don't have to just accept. It's not like jail, we have to just accept a sentence. Like, you can like do things to improve your time. Like, people in jail sometimes like. People in learn jail. Language. Where did jail
0: come from people in this learn a language,
1: you're like They like better themselves. Like, you can continually better yourself. Okay. And get me gifts. Because I pre- it doesn't have to be expensive. It's just like the thought, it's like romance. Like I keep seeing things of people being romantic. It would just be nice if you were romantic. Red could work on that too. You're going to tell me a fact now about the Soviet Union. That's just not because, romance.
0: Just because you chastised me, I'm going to read another fact. <laughs> oh, God. In 1959, Bonanza premiered as the first regularly scheduled TV aired in color. Mm. now i gotta say bonanza was a huge hit show but i don't know what it is it's like a western no cartoon like not cartoon western like show not for me but imagine how like you've you've been on tv shows imagine what an advantage it would be to be the only show in color Like, because even if you watch a great black and white movie, it's pretty boring, Mm. and it's pretty hard to like engage.
1: Why You've
0: did they do it in black watching. and white in the first place? Why didn't you just do it in color in the first place? <laughs>
1: it wasn't a choice. They didn't have the technology. <laughs> it's like,
0: it's stupid. <laughs> do you think if I put you in a room with like all the available tools, Eric, you could just design a color television? <laughs> you think it's say, that no, easy? If I,
1: if I was going to, I wouldn't design a black and white one first. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd design a color one first. that makes d- more sense.
0: Well, it was like photography. They made color photography first, right? I don't know. <laughs> they made <laughs> black and white photography
1: I like the photos When the the photos are And there's the fairies In the bottom of the garden Do you remember that? No there's, What do there's you like, mean? There's like a man And there's like He like And like I think it was like the Like I never always get confused About like how you call the years Like it was like The late 1900s It was like 18 something Yeah What? When you, oh no that's the 18th century. No hang on well, You say the year before Do you know what I mean? So if you say the late 19th
0: what century are we in right now (laughs) i don't know what century is this guess guess what century we're in right now harriet (laughs) what century are we in this
1: is the thing you say 21st century but it's 2022 so it's the year it's the year in advance why do they do that it's so annoying because it makes it so hard to say. It's like it's the because 19th... it is the
0: twenty first century. But
1: then it says twenty twenty two.
0: Yes. So then, but the first hundred years was the first century. Then the second hundred years makes was it, the it second makes it century. It just makes it
1: difficult. I think we could just we could just wipe that out. Like, what, have you ever done that year? Like nobody's looking at that year. You know what I mean? Not much happened. So wait, you're
0: saying not much happened at the year zero? Prove me wrong. Jesus was born. That's no, but after Jesus that, came. in the
1: hundreds after that. Oh, I guess Jesus died and then Jesus came back in.
0: Yeah, that was was all that pretty only 2,000 years ago? Succession. Yeah.
1: That's mad. I've
0: said this before, but you know my grandma, 102, right? Yeah. So when you think of her lifetime, 20 of her lifetimes, 20, 20 of her, right? 20 of That's her it, lifetimes in a row Jesus. is Jesus. That is mad. That's, isn't that insane? You think, you think of 2,000 years as so long, but actually it's just 20 old ladies. Stacked on top of each other. They
1: have to be stacked on top of each well, other. Well, like you know what I mean. That's, like it's there. You made it sexual. You no, made it weird. They, why are they? I don't mean it's sexual at all. I'm not saying it's sexual. I'm just they saying they can to be standing next to no, each other or seated like in a chair their life, because they're old. Let them their, have a chair. It's their
0: lifespan stacked atop each other. Yeah. One of them lives 100 years, tags in, dies. The other one lives 100 years, tags in, dies.
1: I'd love to just see those ladies just like stood next to each other. 20 old ladies later
0: is Jesus. That's
1: fucking crazy. The thing is, though, in uh, year 100 or something, no no woman was living to 100. Do you know what I mean? Actually,
0: that's not true. In the Middle Ages, um, so in the Middle Ages, people would often die young. But if they made it past like 35, 40, they had a very good chance of then making it to 80 because. Like, they clearly had a robust immune system and they'd beat, like, you know, syphilis yeah, I know and that, the but plague. Like, they were not women. Women just live longer than men. Oh, the childbirth would take you out sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah, the childbirth that they had to do 20 times. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some of them wanted kids. You wanted a kid- child with me. Yeah. How are you feeling about the second kid?
1: I was really into it, um, but now the thought of it, again, is um, overwhelming.
0: <laughs>
1: I think when we sorted childcare, it will be easier to comprehend, but... Sorry. <laughs>
0: Are you yawning now? I'm so
1: tired. <laughs> i can't believe you made jo- me do this.
0: Jody. how long have we talked for? Uh, that's an hour now. Okay.
1: Thank God.
0: Okay. I'm going to do the last segment. Great, great. Which is called Dick of the Year, Harriet. It's the biggest dick of that year. That's what we're talking about.
1: How do you know?
0: (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? How do I know? I don't
1: know what you're talking about.
0: I select every every episode, if only you'd listen to the thing I've been putting all (laughs) my fucking time and energy into once. Every episode of this podcast, we select the person that we think is the dick of the year.
1: Oh, I thought you meant like the biggest dick. Like I was like, how do you know like who has the biggest dick? Like,
0: of the year? like... <laughs> wait. So you thought you thought you I'm just talking. said the
1: biggest dick of the year? So,
0: <laughs> okay, my tired, dying wife. <laughs> All right. In 1959, 21 students were killed and more than a hundred injured when an American. North American F100 Super Sabre jet crashed into a elementary school on the island tastes. of like, Okinawa. You
1: love these bleak facts and bleak stories. Like I don't need to hear about this. The
0: pilot this is, ejected so before the plane struck the school.
1: Oh great. But all the kids died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great. say <laughs> <he> said himself.
0: <laughs> and I would say that guy dick of the year. <laughs> you're in a plane it's headed toward a school full of children and you're like oh god i might get injured better get out of this plane no
1: but imagine that so you you like you'd be like he might not have known it was going for the school so he might have pressed eject he was like yes my parachute is working i've got it and just like slowly like come down to land and he'd be so happy and then he'd just look over the horizon and the plane would go into the primary school and he'd be like no <laughs>
0: Then curb your enthusiasm, music plays. Oh,
1: that's bleak.
0: I thought I was a good pilot. This is how you
1: end the podcast every time it's like a bleak story.
0: Thank you to all of our super geniuses. Without you, this podcast would not be possible. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just trust me. I know what I'm talking it's about.
1: Okay. I don't know what you've into.
0: Our super genius Patreon subscribers. Oh, I thought you
1: were saying, like, you know, in QI, that like they have the elves. Like, I thought you were saying that you had people that wrote this stuff, and I was like, who the fuck
0: <laughs> no, okay. the fuck
1: people wrote this stuff?
0: You'd assume, of all people, that your own wife would have <laughs> a sense of how a podcast, your podcast works, but she doesn't. So I am thanking the three people who are our super genius uh, patrons. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew, Christopher, and Safi. Without you, we would not be able to do this podcast. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Ma- Matthew, Christopher, and Safi.
0: Thank you. And with that, thank you to my wife.
1: But do you not have to, like, talk about the Patreon? Do you not talk about the Patreon? Like, you have to tell people, like, what to do and how they can be a super genius. You've just been doing this the whole time, just not advertising it. Harriet. <laughs> do you want me to tell people there's a Patreon? You can join, you get an extra episode. We've got to record that next. <laughs> so you can get access to that, I'll be even more tired. And uh, you can be a super genius and get a thank as well. And what else do they get?
0: Uh, Yeah, so... You should do this every episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is absurd.
0: I was Harriet, I was going to do it. Yeah at the beginning of the episode and just slot it in
1: we've already done the beginning you're too late
0: no but you slot it in before the Uh, episode at
1: the end as well remind people they might have switched off ages ago but if they're still listening then you're like get them you know these people must really like it if they're still listening
0: if you're listening to this exciting ending (laughs) that harriet's concocted for us go to patreon.com slash the year is (laughs) pod (laughs) <laughs> what did you say? Patreon.com <laughs> Patreon.com slash the Uri's pod and subscribe to the fucking Patreon so I could get enough money to leave this woman. Thank you very much. If you're listening, you never, just please help me. Patreon.com. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Hello, everyone. If you enjoyed me being mean to Bobby, then you can come and see me on tour uh, around the... UK. Uh, I'm going to all sorts of places, including like Warwick and Canterbury, where I'm from, Colchester. That's a big one. It would be helpful if you book tickets to that. Uh, it's in the autumn. I'm also in Edinburgh at the Monkey Barrel every day doing The Fringe and doing Soho Theatre. And um, it'd be absolutely lovely if you came. Where do we get tickets? And I, um, You can get tickets on www.harrietkemsey.com. And um, I am usually much nicer. It's just um, Bobby's energy. I'm just reacting to it. Can I see my baby now?
0: Yeah, go see
1: your That was another episode of the Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review, or all helps. I'd like to thank our producer uh, Jody, and also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you will enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller, follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the Year Is. Thank you so much. Bye bye.